It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast for 2023, available each morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and of course, wherever you get your podcast from. Well, the Wednesday, the middle of the working week has arrived. It is the 8th of February for 2023. The rate rise is behind us, but uh, the pain is not. It's going to leave a bit of a dent in people's pockets once more. The rate rise was 25 basis points yesterday, and when we made the announcement, we caught up with Tony, who broke down some of the numbers with mortgages. I think the RBA's taken the middle road that they had to do, given the recent data, um, and I think 25 basis points um, is going to have a big enough impact on, on mortgage holders at the moment. All right, so I think you've got some numbers there. So let's just uh, step through what this means perhaps for somebody with a 750k and a $1 million mortgage. Yeah, I sure do, Craig. I've, I've um, had a look at a little bit of uh, the impact that that's going to have on mortgage holders. So if you've got a loan of $750,000, that 25 basis point increase translates to an extra $156 a month in interest. If you've got a million dollar loan, that increase in 25 basis points translates to an extra $312 a month in interest. So it's not insignificant. In fact, I had a look back to April last year when the cash rate was at 0.1%. It's now at 3.35%. For a mortgage holder of $750,000, that's an additional $2,031 a month in interest in that time period. And if it's a million dollars, it's about $2,700 a month since the cash rate started to go back in up in uh, the first rise was in May 2022. So quite a dramatic increase in, in repayments for mortgage holders over that time frame. Now, let's just have a look at the serviceability. Now, what's the situation around APRA's serviceability and the rate at the moment? Because it's kind of tipping over, isn't it? Yeah, the, the serviceability buffer that's used when you're applying for a loan is 3% above the rate. For example, if you took a loan out a couple of years ago, the interest rate might have been 2% and the buffer of 3% would mean that they assess that loan at 5%. What we've seen now is the actual cash rate has increased from 10 basis points now up to uh, 3.35%. So what we've seen is that the cash rate has has surpassed the serviceability buffer of 3%. So people who took out loans a couple of years ago, the way that was assessed, uh, the cash rate is now above that assessment rate, which is not insignificant. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on The Real Estate Podcast. And in a moment, we will take you to Bendigo this morning. We are talking to Mark, who is going to tell us the attractions and the price points in a city that is ever evolving. Well, as mentioned, it is the 8th of February. If you are celebrating your birthday, happy birthday to you. You're celebrating it with Nick. Nolte, the American actor, he's turning 81 today, and Seth Green is turning 48. We are just as addicted to property as you are. The Real Estate Podcast. (laughs) 
It's the main centre forecast. Let's check on your weather on this Wednesday morning. First we go to Sydney, one or two showers in the forecast and a high of 27 degrees. In Melbourne, expect 23 is your forecast high, partly cloudy but it should be a mainly dry Wednesday. In Brisbane, mainly fine, just a little bit of cloud cover probably burning off and your top of 29. And in Perth, the sunshine continues, expecting 31 is your forecast high. We feature market updates, interviews and trends. It's your real estate podcast for breakfast. Well, this morning we are focusing a little bit on Bendigo, known for its stunning landscapes, friendly, thriving community, very artsy, and we're going to talk about that. Now, whether you're looking for a tree change or a convenient commute to Melbourne, Bendigo, it really has become a regional real estate hotspot destination, especially too for first home buyers. But don't take it from me. Let's get Mark Cox on from DCK Real Estate there in Bendigo. And a very good morning to you, Mark. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Thanks for having me, Craig. And I think you've hit the nail on the head there with your description of Bendigo and and the type of market that we're in at the moment and the opportunities that are there for people to come and explore a great regional city. Ah, yeah, great regional city, the opportunities. That's what people's ears are pricking up to. Look, you had your, your Christmas break, New Year, you came back refreshed. What is going on in the Bendigo property market uh, as we speak? Well, it's like all markets at the moment, Craig. Um, there's a little bit of uncertainty about. One thing that Bendigo does offer is we're a very resilient market. We might not have the huge highs that you're seeing capital cities, but as a, as a regional city, our market ticks along very well. Uh, things quietened down over the Christmas break, but um, we've sold six properties in the last six days, Craig, and uh, looking to kick off 2023 to a great start. Well, that, what do you mean? That is a great start. <laughs> yes, you've done it. You want to start the way you want to continue, as I always say. And let's just have a look at some of the the prices. Like uh, last year in Q2, the second quarter of last year, Bendigo recorded a median house price of 606000 and for a median price for a unit of 433000 is that still holding up at the moment? I think the market's come back a little bit, Craig, and that's, that's pretty consistent across all markets. On the ground here, I would say houses are back in the order of 5% uh, from our peak, probably 5 to 10%, and the peak was back at the end of 2021, early 2022. However, if we look across the board and we compare to pre-COVID uh, prices, we're still up significantly and probably somewhere in the order of 30 to 35% up on those prices from early 2020. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Everybody's still ahead. Uh, you know, a lot of people talk about going backwards, but still miles in front if you go back to pre-pandemic. Another talking point I wanted to ask you about is land and the building costs at the moment. Of course, this has struck the country up and down. So let's talk about the land and building costs uh, with those building approvals. What's been going on? Good question. Uh, Building approvals are certainly down uh, over the past few months. 
And if we look at uh, where building approvals were going back 12 and 18 months ago, now construction, I would say, was an all-time high. However, we've seen a significant increase in the cost of building materials, and that's been flowed on to consumers who are now paying in the vicinity of 30 to 40% more to build the same house as what they were paying two years ago. And that's priced a lot of people out of the market, and it's also had an impact on land sales. But we still do have, um, there's plenty of land coming up for sale due to tidal in the next six to 12 months. So if we see an, an easing of those material costs, which you now is predicted to happen, then, uh, and we keep our fingers crossed on that one, then that should help with the overall land market. Okay, and I mentioned about the the arts side of Bendigo because it's a a real changing culture. It's got this art flavour, and I think it's fair to say that is that bringing in a lot of people from the metro because of just that changing culture side of Bendigo? Absolutely, Craig. It's uh, it's one of our big uh, selling features of, of the uh, town of Bendigo. If you look at uh, recent times, the Bendigo Art Gallery's had some magnificent world-class exhibitions ranging from the, the recent Elvis exhibition uh, right through to Marilyn Monroe, which is going back a few years now. Uh, and that's brought huge numbers of, of out-of-town visitors you know, to our regional city and they've enjoyed the lifestyle while they've been here over that two, three-day period. They've attended our wonderful restaurants, cafes, and they've got a feel for the culture that exists here. And And I think that's part of what has driven up prices and people wanting to come to Bendigo as a place to live. Yes, because I think it's fair to say that you were coming off a relatively low base pre-pandemic. Yeah, in terms of our house pricing, I feel like we're always below our contemporaries. And when I look at those cities, regional cities like Ballarat and Geelong, who are, who are relatively nearby, we always were a, a pricing structure underneath where they sat. And so there was always room for uplift here in Bendigo, but, but that didn't really happen significantly until we went through this COVID period. So yes, we had lift in prices throughout Australia, I understand that, but we also had people coming out of Metro Melbourne didn't want to be in the rat race anymore, sick of lockdowns, and they saw Bendigo as a viable place to live because essentially it's an hour and a half down the road by car and you're back in Melbourne. There's train services that run regularly. Uh, we've got healthcare here. We've got world-class arts and culture, as I mentioned before. So it's a really good alternative for those that want to step away from that city life. All right, well, it sounds pretty good what you've got going on there in Bendigo. Mark, thank you so much for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning and sharing a little bit about your town, your city. Thanks for having me, Craig. It's uh, been a pleasure and happy to do it again. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 